everyone. It's episode 56 of Murphy's Law. This is Charles Murphy hanging out as always with Charles Villanueva. Things are, uh, are, are building towards what looks to be a pretty boring San Diego Comic-Con at home. Um, and that's what we're going to touch on as soon as we get around to hearing how Charles is doing today. I'm doing well, as we like we talked about early before we record. I'm back here in my place living alone for the past four months. If you've been listening to to this podcast i've been recording uh in my grandparents house i've been staying there for for like four months and last weekend there was a there was an update in my sort of in my living situation so now i'm back here living alone trying to trying to experience what living you know alone is like during this time of covid and so far it's been fun um, so let's get to it. The, the most important thing that we've uh, come across since last time we talked to you is not news. And, and that's always really frustrating. But, uh, um, but uh, the not news that came out yesterday, uh, deadline, I suppose, was the one that broke it, is that Marvel Studios is not going to have any presence at all at the San Diego Comic-Con at Home event, which is going to take place in a couple weeks. Um, and I, I know that we've uh, talked about it on here before, and, and we've kind of been hesitant to even think that they were going to do anything. And it looks like that's the case. So um, I know that kind of was late last night. I didn't even get a chance to talk to Charles about it because we were busy. So what, what do you take? What's your take on this, Charles? Uh, uh, I think they just want to sort of play, keep their cards close to the chest because there's so much uncertainty. We're going to talk about the Black Widow stuff, why there's a trailer and whatnot. Uh, at this point, they don't want to fucking, there's nothing to announce. It's not going to be like a DC thing. DC has has a reputation of, you know, showing everything to everyone, even though it's not really an actual thing yet. And obviously, they're going to do that next month with, with, um, with a fandom, which, you know, we're going to talk about that also later. But, yeah, I just think that, you know, they're so busy just trying to figure out how to get filming back on track that they don't really have time to, you know, wrangle all these stars, you know, ask, ask all their publicists to set up cameras in their home and whatnot, just, just for people to talk about. Um, their upcoming films when, you know, the upcoming films aren't even, like, a sure thing yet. So they just want to keep things uh, on the down low first. And, you know, they want to get that filming date wrapped at this point. Yeah, and I think as much as everyone would love to see something, Feige's been very clear in the past that they're not going to do something like this unless they can deliver big. Uh, last mm. year at Comic-Con, they delivered huge. And I don't think we've seen any of those projects yet because of all the shutdowns. Like, we're, we're getting closer to when Falcon and the Winter Soldier should have aired. They don't have it completed yet. They don't know when they're going to be able to complete it. They can't even give you a date for that. And that that's the most, that you know, that should be the thing that we'd be seeing next. So, yeah, I, I agree. I, don't, I just don't think there's there was much sense in them coming to it. I know a lot of fans are disappointed. We got a bunch of questions um, in Q&A over the past few weeks or on Twitter. And they were all framed like, what do you think Marvel will do at, at, at SDCC at home? And I was like, I don't think that we know they're even going. And people were very adamant um, and, and looking to a lot of stuff. But, yeah, there's just nothing there. They've given us all their projects through 2022. And, and I think they're very hesitant to say, like, hey, here's all this cool stuff we're doing. And then find out that they're shut down from production for six more months. And then, you know, push everything further down the line. Um you know, and I had some conversations on Twitter last night where people were like, well, man, if they would just show us like some title cards and some concept art, we'd be excited. And I think we all know that's a bunch of bullshit because when they did things like uh, CCXP back in December, fans were furious that there wasn't more big reveals. And I think like yeah. people always expect, always expect all these huge reveals and yeah, they're going to give us the whole slate to 2025 and they're going to tell us all the actors. 
you know, and I just don't, people would be so disappointed if they didn't get big stuff. So it, it's a, it's a weird thing where, um, fans sort of generate their own expectations. And then when the studio doesn't meet it, they get mad at the studio. And, and that's very, mm. that's very strange to me. And I, I got into it last night on Twitter with a couple of people about that, who say that Marvel owes them and, and they're entitled to more. And I, I don't buy that aspect of it. Um, nor do I understand it, but I'm, I, this is not surprising to me. This is kind of how I thought it was going to go all along because, you know, there's just so much uncertainty. Yeah, I don't think Marvel owes fans anything at this point, especially when it comes to information that could cost them millions. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a logistic thing. Like I said, it's, I can only imagine how hard it is just to set up something like, you know, a DC fandom that's going to be a virtual sort of thing. That's going to be, logistically, that's such a fucking nightmare. And, yeah, it's going to be, such a crazy, crazy thing to expect to, you know, hey, maybe they should have give, they should have given us Fantastic Four, fucking concept art, should have brought John Christian skin, Emily Blunt. Yeah, shut the fuck up, man. It's like that's not that's not the way this is gonna go. And you know, DC I guess can afford to do that. But the Marvel Studios cannot at this point. Fans are still mad that they didn't talk about Fantastic Four and X Men last year. Right? Like they can't couldn't even be grateful for the the like bounty that we got. At between SDCC last year and and D23, so people are still mad about that, and I, I think that they're they're fine not doing anything. And I would I will say this: SDCC last year is the second most memorable Marvel event since I've been covering this stuff seriously. And the first one was just a random day in the middle of the week at El Capitan in 2014, where nobody yeah. knew what to expect. Nobody had any idea that that was going to be that much news. So in reality, keep in mind that if when Marvel's ready to make news, they can do it whenever the hell they want and people are going to pay attention and people are going to listen. So, you know, let just let it play out. Let them be certain of what they're doing. And I think, you know, when you do get something, be you should be appreciative of what you do get instead of complaining about Mm -hmm. what we don't have all the time. Okay, so speaking of DC, we have some uh, some interesting DC stuff to talk about. Let's start with that. Uh, there is a rumor, a report rather, that Constantine is being looked at by J.J. Uh, Abrams' production, Bad Robot, and we may get a new Constantine film uh, in the future. And, you know, look, looking back at Constantine, the movie with Keanu Reeves, it's a pretty, pretty fucking sick movie. Uh, I, I, I understand the gripes of, you know, people saying, you know, uh, Keanu doesn't fucking look like um, John Constantine. Keanu doesn't look like Sting. And I sort of get that, but at the same time, when you look at it as its own thing, it does some pretty great things. So I'm certainly um, open to the idea of seeing Keanu back in that role, especially now Keanu is, is getting is 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 experiencing such a resurgence in his career since John Wick came out. He's such a beloved, you know, sort of dude right now. And I'm I'm sure if they do announce Constantine uh, next month. With Keanu, people are going to fucking lose their shit. But even if they do Constantine without Keanu, I think it's going to be a sick thing. But what about you, Constantine? Are you excited? Do you like the movie? Do you like to see Keanu there? What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I've, I've always been... Um, <clears throat> like, Constantine's one of the titles that I've pulled from DC for a really, really long time. So I, even though I've had my ups and downs with reading it, I, I like the character. Um, and I know a lot of people prefer, like, the, the initial, the Vertigo iteration of the character over the recent one but i mean the the idea of what he does and who he is has always appealed to me so a a new constantine movie is super exciting um i'm i love keanu and i would be thrilled to have him back i know he's not 
he doesn't match up exactly with uh, with the comic book version, and, and people have had a hard time with that. So, but you know, again, it's it's Keanu Reeves, and you're getting what I imagine at this point would be a much different take. If it's, I think the I think part of the rumor was that it was maybe going to be on HBO Max, so they can really do whatever the hell they want with it. Um, they can make it a little darker than a little edgier. And, and you know that movie's what fifteen years old now, but it still holds up pretty well. And and now we've we're in a different world of comic book filmmaking. So whatever comes next, whether it's Keanu or not, can be something. It can be an upgrade, I think. Even though I do I do really like that original film. But yeah, I, I think it's um, I think the idea of them using these so and I think this is a bigger part of the rumor too. Using this Constantine solo movie, um, and I guess the Zatanna one that was a rumor a, a week ago or so. And then building up towards Justice League Dark, I'm I'm all in on that. I'm excited about that. I, I like that that idea of building that kind of offbeat team and taking them in, into a a, a a team movie like that. I think is awesome. So yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I'm excited to see what develops there and, and see when we do get some more Constantine stuff. Yeah, because that you know that Justice League Dark project has been gestating for for such a fucking long time. I think at one point Guillermo del Toro was supposed to yeah. bring that bring that property to life, and oh my god, <laughs> we should have fucking got we should have fucking gotten that 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 pairing because it's, it's such a perfect you know creative. He's such a he's a perfect guy to fucking just take over this property, and you know if if the Constantine film brings the Justice League Dark project closer to you know to reality. I'll be happy. I'm not so. I'm not super excited for the Zatanna one because he's not exactly my favorite. One of my favorite characters of, of DC to begin with. Uh, so you know, I don't care if that happens or not. But this one, this next rumor that Justice League, we're gonna get another Justice League that's completely separate from the Snyder stuff, like a sort of JL rebirth sort of film. Does this excite you? Do we have? Fucking too much Justice League properties on the on the horizon. What do you think? Yeah, I'm less excited on this one. Um, and it isn't even like I have no idea what team they're going to use. I, I know when I wrote it up the other day, I was thinking about them using like the the Rebirth team and, and putting some some like, like the two Green Lanterns and changing up the team a little bit. But I'm I'm still not too too, too excited about this one because I don't understand what their overall plan is and to me like to have a justice league means you have to have a shared universe right like you have to have and it doesn't mean you have to build up to it ahead of time but these characters have to have their own experiences that turn them into who they are when they're um when they're together and and they have to be aware of each other and familiar with each other and so it's weird to me to just jump right to a justice league film um so maybe the flashpoint film is gonna is going to reboot that stuff and then we'll maybe we'll start to see some of these characters in a different way yeah it's, it's that one doesn't excite me anywhere near as much as um as the idea of this like again I, and i guess it's it's the whole world building thing like setting up these justice league dark characters and then bringing them together as a team so yeah well i'm not i'm not too excited there wasn't there like a like a like a offshoot of justice league of the justice league team in new 52 where I think Martian Manhunter was there. I think Green Arrow, Green Arrow was part of the team. I remember looking at reading a comic with that had Justice League on it, but didn't have Batman or Superman. Yeah, there were there was a second team for sure, and I'd almost, I'd almost be more excited. Like you just said, the magic words for me, Martian Manhunter. 
I'd be way more excited to see a, a Justice League movie with him and, and maybe even some of those more offbeat characters than who we think of as like the core uh, Justice Leaguers. I think that would be fine for me too. Maybe even better than trying to just randomly cram a new reboot yeah. in. Well, here, Justice League United, Animal Man, Martian Manhunter, Green Arrow, Hawkman, Stargirl, Supergirl, and Adam Strange. Yeah, if, if they're, if they're going to do this, like a different sort of team, rather than just like another reboot of uh, JL, I'd be super on board for this. I, yeah, that, I mean, that sounds So anyway, I think that's it for the DC stuff, I think. Uh, you want to move on to the Marvel stuff because you dropped something pretty you know, interesting this week regarding the Ant-Man production date. You want to get into that? Yeah, and I think the, the biggest thing here before you know we get too far into it is to, re- to keep in mind like this situation is so up in the air um but i thought what was what was important to share here was that when when we first talked i think it might have been on our podcast when we first started talking about things moving around all of a sudden ant-man which people had expected to show up on the 2022 slate wasn't there and and i remember talking to quite a few people on twitter who were really worried that oh my god ant-man's canceled and i think that even some of it even tied back to remember before we broke the news that they were making ant-man 3 as a film um, there were some really, really shitty, bad rumors out there about how it was going to go straight to Disney Plus. First, it was there's not going to be an Ant Man three, and then it was oh, it's going to be a, a show on Disney Plus. Both of which were just complete bullshit. And I think people were still hanging on to that, and they were worried that Ant Man three had been totally taken off the slate. So what happened is they they were originally supposed to film um, either late January, early February of next year, so of 2021. And with everything getting shuffled around, they just moved Ant-Man down the line. Um, but still, it's always had, um, you know, a, an important spot. Obviously, they hired a new writer for it, which is, I think, part of the reason why they were okay moving it even further down the road. So now they're they're looking at kicking off in June of 2021, um, kicking production off. But again, that's if everything stays the course between now and then. So there's a that's a lot of ifs, right? We'll have to see how things go. But yeah, it's good to know that it still has a place. Uh, I have no idea when it would be in theaters, and I don't think they have any idea when anything's going to be in theaters right now. But yeah, for fans who are worried, it's still a priority. It's still on the uh, on the agenda, and they want to get it going next summer if they can. Well, at least, you know, like I said, we have a date, so we have, we have something to look forward to in, in, our, in our calendar. Uh, moving on, this week, you we were also supposed to get a Black Widow trailer. Uh, we were actually... We, we actually wanted to wait for it to come up before we recorded the podcast, but it doesn't seem like it's coming out today, and we didn't want we didn't want to record a podcast later this week. So yeah, uh, Black Widow trailer. Uh, someone on Twitter mentioned to us that uh, there's pretty much no new footage there, other than some Red Guardians. There's nothing too revealing. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on possibly seeing a Black Widow trailer? And you know, at this point, are you still excited to see a new Black Widow trailer? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too excited to see a new trailer. I thought what was interesting is there was one that was a little longer and then some a little shorter. So I wondered if one of them was going to be like a little featurette or something, uh, maybe on Taskmaster because we haven't seen a lot about Taskmaster. So that I don't know was one maybe like a minute and forty four, and I thought it would be pretty cool if they made that into like a Taskmaster featurette um, that, that they could drop online for people. And I, I think it's interesting that they're making these trailers and, and, and apparently setting up for another marketing push. Um, we know Black Widow had there was an article on it in Empire that came out the other day. There's some feature stuff in, in the magazine when it comes out tomorrow. 
So here we are, um, four months away from it coming out in theaters, and it looks like they're making another marketing push, even though I don't know how confident they are it'll make it for November. So I'm I'm curious to see what the angle is here and what the take is going to be and, and if they uh, are comfortable enough putting the new data at the end of the new trailer. Yeah, it's, it's easy to forget that, you know, these marketing push, pushes are, aren't necessarily for us, but they're more for the for the general audience who forgot that, oh yeah, there's a Black Widow movie. Yeah. Didn't that come out last May? No, but it's coming out uh, in November. It's, more, it's mainly for them rather than us to who you know who watch these these bits of news super closely, but yeah, I, I am very curious if if they even manage to stick to that date because you know we always talk about it. The world keeps getting crazier and crazier each day that goes by. You know, the COVID cases are spiking like crazy, especially in the U.S. And you know, with all that, all that's going on, it'd be I'd be super surprised if they manage to to stick that date, stick to that November date. Because at this point, I think, like we talked about earlier, I think they're, I think Marvel is a bit, you know, wary of prematurely moving it to sometime next year because, you know, who knows what if fucking a cure gets discovered on September and then by November we're fine. I'm sure they want, they don't want to miss out on that that possibility that November becomes a good day to finally make some money. But yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be super interesting whether, whether the, the date even, you know, manages to 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 stick yeah and and theaters are so they're they're financially they're struggling and they're so eager to open up and you know i don't know if you saw that there there's like a lawsuit in new jersey that they they need to be opened up and treated the same um like as treated as churches if people can go to church they can go to the movies and um you know even if movie theaters did open even for something like black widow i i just don't think the opening weekend take is going to be anywhere near what what the studio (laughs) would want right like if, yeah. if you told people, hey, guess what? We're dropping it on uh, August 4th. The opening weekend take would be so disappointing that I can't even see Marvel being comfortable sending it out to theaters. And then it would be out in theaters for two, three weeks. And then it, it would hit video on demand. I just don't know that they'd make the money that they want to make, um, especially with a with a marketing budget already having been spent, right? Like that's that's one of the big keys here to the way I at least am thinking about what's going to come on to video on demand is how much money they've spent marketing these things. So something like Eternals, they've now spent $0 marketing it as far as we know, right? We haven't seen anything. So to me, that's more likely to end up on video on demand than something that they've already blown the budget out to market. So I think they really are going to hang on to Black Widow as long as they can. That's not to say I think we may never see it on video on demand, but I think they really want to get it in theaters to help recoup some of that. Um, But some of these other things that they haven't spent a bunch of money marketing, who knows? Man, I hope fucking Eternals doesn't end up on video on demand because, you know, such an epic fucking cosmic yeah. story. And then want to see it on fuck- the screen. Yeah, it has to be on the screen. Uh, so you, you mentioned the Empire articles where uh, Kate Chorland drops a very interesting tidbit about Yelena Belova saying that Scarlet is essentially passing the baton of Black Widow to her, which, you know, I guess is a confirmation that, you know, Black Widow is of a launching pad for this new character because a lot of fans thought you know they saw Scar- they saw Scarlet wearing Elena's jacket in Infinity War and we see Scarlet uh, wear that jacket in like the big climactic fight or at least what we think is the big climactic fight you know people think oh shit Elena's gonna die here that's why uh, Natasha has that jacket in Infinity War but it kind of at least according to the score it kind of seems like 
you know, Elena is going to be a part of the MCU moving forward. Uh, what's your take on this? Do you buy it? You think, or you think, you think, you think she's going to die or she's going to be part of the future of the MCU? What do you think? Yeah, I think we've talked about it on here quite a few times. Like, I don't think you bring a young actress like Florence Pugh in who is up and coming in into the MCU for a one and done. Like, obviously they do that with some, some other characters, but it seems like those are some older characters, um, more res- or older actors, more respected actors. And they're like, Hey, come in here, do this one great role and then hit the road. Right. But this is, this is a young actress who is, who is climbing. She's ascending in Hollywood right now. It was pretty obvious to me. And I think, like I said, we've talked about it a few times that she was going to move on. And, and I think like back in March, um, we got a trailer and, and you and I talked about it on here. Um, it looks like what you're, what you're going to see is her get captured. Um, maybe even surrender willingly and, and get, you know, we, we said kind of maybe turn into like super adaptoid Elena or, or whatever, whatever route it's going to go. I think the, the interest contrast here is we're, we're seeing, uh, Nat's character start bad and finally work her way out of the hole. She dug herself and die a hero. And I think that you, you what I, well, at least what I see right now is you're seeing Elena get set up as someone who wants to do the right thing and maybe gets unwillingly turned into a villain along the way. So we'll see. Um, you know, we saw that one that one clip in the trailer with look like it said aim on the on the little operating table. I know a lot of people said no, it says ALM. Um, we'll wait and see on that. But I, I think you're going to see her her take the opposite road of, of Nat's character and end up possibly turn it into a, a villain down the road and one someone who doesn't necessarily want to be one but who doesn't have a choice i honestly forgot that we talked about it. I, I, I forgot the detail in the trailer thinking about it now yeah I, I guess that's where the character could go i do wonder though if if, if she's gonna look, sort, sort of turn into like a bucky character where he gets brainwashed and then she has like a like a redemption arc later down the road maybe you know you've been talking about the thunderbolts for so long maybe she just she does get inaugurated into the Thunderbolts, and maybe she sort of changes her mind, she changes her tune on it, and breaks out of her programming, and becomes a good guy. Yeah, it's very interesting. I actually didn't... I gotta think about this more, because I forgot about the fucking scene in the trailer until you mentioned it. <laughs> and that, and that, in that scene, um, I think one of the, thing, the things that caught my attention first wasn't the writing on the table. It wasn't until later I saw that. It was the fact that she was laying there in the white suit without the vest right like that it was the same it was the same suit that you see her fighting at the in battle but the vest is missing and i was like okay so she's alive she's right here and she's alive post the big battle she just doesn't have the vest on so what happened to her and and why is she in the situation and then that's what got me thinking about all the different ways that could have gone so you think um maybe an explosion happens nat thinks she dies so in Infinity War, she sort of she wears the jacket just like to honor her, not knowing Yelena is out there alive. So it's like a it's like a Cap Bucky situation again. Is that what you think? What's happening? It's it seems like something like that's going to happen. Like you see them in in the trailer and, and stuff. Like they, it seems like the big battle's over, and I think all four of them are standing there having like a moment and hugging each other. And then it, it's something happens after that, and I don't know if it's something that Nat knows if Elena gives herself up willingly um i have no idea but i i, I mean I, I get the impression it's going to have something to do with general ross um i get the impression it's going to have something to do with setting up some thunderbolt stuff but that's all me just guessing at, at it i have no no knowledge of anything beyond that it just it just seems like a a likely scenario for her 
I do wonder what what exactly does the jacket do because it's kind of weird. You know, you're in a big fight. You suddenly lend your jacket to your friend. Unless the jacket has something they need, maybe it has a special feature. Maybe it does something that you know that Natasha needs in that moment. Because I just can't imagine someone just you know lending a vest or it looks like a Kevlar vest at least because yeah. if Yelena doesn't have a vest, then she's fucked. Yeah, it's. There, there's definitely, there's something to the vest, right? Like, and I, yeah. I think people have, are smart to have picked up on that. I don't know what the, what the thing is, but there's definitely something to it. Um, it definitely matters. It's just going to be interesting to see what the, what the actual story is when, when it all plays out, when we first see Black Widow in theaters in 2025. <laughs> uh, okay, so before we wrap, uh, the Boys season two trailer dropped. Obviously, we haven't seen it yet. But, you know, it's a nice reminder that this show, which me and Charles really fucking love, is coming back. Uh, I actually have to fucking rewatch it because I kind of forgot how it all ended. But are you excited for The Boys Season 2? Yeah, the first season was um, was super entertaining for me. And I, I remember talking about it uh, on here when, when it first happened. I was caught off guard by by what it really ended up being. And I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm excited. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but... Um, it's it's been so rough without without stuff to um to watch right like we're all we're all stuck at home still at least a lot of us are um and it's really getting hard to rewatch the same movies over and over again so this is something that's not too far off it's maybe like eight weeks from now it comes out on september 4th uh yeah so i'm excited uh, you know to see more of it but also to finally have something um new and kind of up my alley to watch as i kind of wait for uh you know, for Mandalorian and Falcon the Winter Soldier and WandaVision and all these things that are either done or close to done to hear news on that. This is good news. So I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait to watch the trailer after we get done recording and see what, we, what we're what we in for. I, for one, am excited to see the future Reed Richards, Jack Wade, <laughs> on screen because he's, yeah. such, he's such a fucking likable guy on the show. And, you know, I'm still so adamant that he has to be at least in the running play Reed Richards. He, he's handsome. He looks like fucking... He looks like, he looks like his dad. Looks like a bit of Meg Ryan too, and he looks like a fucking nerd. Looks like a bit of a goober, which I think per- uh, encapsulates what uh, Reed, Reed Richards is. He's a, he's a, he's a handsome dude, but it's awkward. But he also looks like a fucking nerd. He's not fucking John Krasinski. No, you have to have some some strangeness, some awkwardness to whoever plays Reed. He definitely can't just be. Yeah, I mean, like put it this way ben affleck was never going to be a good reed richards he's just too good looking and too confident right like reed has to be a little bit goofy and awkward for sure all right guys that does it for this week um not a ton of news we're we're approaching some restarts of production on things and we're keeping our fingers crossed that those things move forward successfully um falcon and the winter soldier looks like they want to get going again so, man, it would be great to get that little bit that they have done shot so we could still get a chance to sing it in 2020. So we'll keep on top of that for you. Um, you guys continue to stay safe out there, and, uh, and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye.